Hey, mom. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing, doing pretty well. So, uh, and, and remember, this is your job now. So who are we and, and what do they do if they have? <laughs> I knew you were going to do that to me. This is start. I have to, now, if I get this wrong, you're going to have to correct me. That's all right. Which practice makes perfect. That's right. So hello, folks. We are Politics with Mom. You can find us on politicswithmom at gmail.com, Politics with Mom on YouTube, and on Twitter at Politics with Mom. Nicely done. There you go. See how I was practicing? You did. That was perfect. <laughs> that was good. All right. You are officially and honored. So now you can tell everybody, you can tell everybody what we are trying to do and why. Yeah. So the the whole point of this podcast was really started um, because you and I have, you know, had a few conversations politically over the years, uh, mostly with a bottle of wine uh, or two. And, uh, you know, I think for the most part, they've been pretty respectful and and we just thought, hey, let's just keep this going because we kind of have these weird little like. Thank, the kind of the conversation people have around Thanksgiving dinner table, right? Except we do it probably more often than average. So we thought, hey, let's go ahead and start this. Now, back in the day, we started this because you were very pro-Trump and I was not. Um, and uh, the surprise twist is is kind of with, with as this podcast continued, we dove into it and everything else that's happened since then. This is pre-corona. Like coronavirus wasn't a thing when we started the podcast. It wasn't even in the headlines. It was all about the impeachment thing. And now you are... Uh, on the, the flip side, actually looking to, uh, to vote Biden. Mm-hmm. Things. So, uh, yeah. So assuming that's still the case. Yes. And, and I, I think I've surprised you in the fact that for some strange reason, you thought that I was a staunch Republican. I just look at your history. It's, it's but, just that. Yeah. <laughs> but the last Democrat. You didn't know all 70s. my history. You know, things do change through the years and you it, just don't realize be, you have fair, to look. To you fair, have to remember to always look at Democrat? both sides. When was the last time you voted Democrat? To be fair, what year? Uh, oh, I don't know what year. That's you know, I don't really keep was. a whole That's lot of my point. back on that. That's still, why I thought I mean, you were staunch Republican because you're pretty much naturally suited to R. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as the I mean, yes, I did vote for Bush. I did too the first time. Yeah. Just didn't the second I time. voted for Bush. I, I voted for Bush. I voted for... I did not vote for Clinton. Yep. I did not like him. So, yeah, I guess I was for the most part most uh-huh. uh, most See? Republican. There you go. But, so you know, I just you know, but for me, here. yeah, but for me it was not necessarily about the party. It was what I believed in versus what they believed in. Yep. And that's how I looked at it. Yep. And you know, it's kind of sad because the way things are going right now, I believe still in a good part of what the Republican Party wants to do. However, um, I do see the sides of the Democrats, what they are trying to do. However, once again, the problem is on both sides, you have that some of them going way opposite directions and not really meeting in the middle. And I'm with those folks that are meeting in the middle. Yep. Does that make sense? 100%. Hundred yeah. percent. So it's called an uh, independent voter, which is how you should now yes. phrase yourself. Just go. I am. I'm independent. Okay. You can, be, you can be. You can lean right. Right. You can lean right. I do. I think. I think. I'm. I'm totally that. But I became well, what I thought was fascinating over the last years, especially with the Trump virus, is I became the left wing radical of the family. And I'm like, how did I really? Like, are you kidding me? Like, 
I'm the one that wants to get rid of like social security. Like you shouldn't have a safety. You should have take care of yourself. Like I'm more libertarian than, than most. I also just happen to know that doesn't work in a society. So I'm mm-hmm. just more aware of that. Right. So, but my beliefs are incredibly fiscally conservative. And yet well, I and became I d- like this, this weirdo where I was like, Oh, you're, you know, if, if you just mention that you're somewhat looking at a Democrat, then you're evil. And I'm like, Whoa, this is, this is crazy. And this is what happened to the Republican party. They got infected. Yeah, they did. They really did. You know, and I think too, uh, you know, generations change and times change, things change. And, and that can make you uh, go one side or the other too. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Speaking of change. You have to go with change. Yes. Speaking of change, um, Trump totally has seemed to change. And this is, yes. what I think, this is what I think his strategy is. His strategy is, <laughs> oh, I'm going to, you know, and I, I don't know that it was his decision. I think either somebody forced him to do this. Or slipped yeah, him he's meds been coerced and he's, and he's back on the meds. Maybe that's yeah. it. Somebody put it in this Diet Coke. And so he's all of a sudden going like, masks, you should wear them. I'm wearing one. Right. And now right. And he's, and he's out there saying they're, they're all, you know, it's become a, poly, you know, a patriot and wear a mask. And all of this is awesome. So don't get me wrong. I love this. But why? Well, he should have done it a long time ago. Seriously. And like, so this is no reason to keep him. And I know that there are going to some people who are like, well, it's kind of leaning, but now he seems normal. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, complete bat crap crazy for five right. months, and now a few a week or two of sanity is mm-hmm. just not like he. This is the actor, right? He, if you watch, you know it's not him because he reads it all. Yes, I noticed that thing. he's not actually using his own words. When uh-huh. he uses his own words, he tells pedophiles he wishes them well. Like that's what happens when he goes off script which is what the whole Ghislaine Maxwell question was when he got asked about her. He's like, oh, yeah. no, I, just, I just wish her well. But yet he'll, you know, somebody that paints a statue has to go to jail. You know, I'm like, okay, like, dude, this mm-hmm. makes no sense. So he's reading some heavily scripted talking points that oh, are yeah. coming in, which my guess is, you know, Roger Stone to the rescue because he's out. So it's like, okay, he's got, <laughs> he's got some help and some strategy and he needs it. I mean, to be fair, the dude needs it because he's not handled this well. He no. was, you know, double digit, uh, Biden had double digit leads. I don't know if he's still got them or not, but, um, you know, recent polls pointed to that and he's losing everybody, you know, suburbanites yes. and women and, you know, white men without college education, like all his normal core group gone or, or, or leaving. And then you've got, there's all Republicans that are finally starting to rally around him, which is what we talked about in the last episode. Well, uh, look at all the wealthy, him, look at all the wealthy businessmen that have backed him up and now they are going against mm-hmm. him. Because he's insanity. Like, this doesn't make sense. This never made sense. Everybody's just kind of going along with it because they're like, well, we're here. Like, you mm-hmm. do what you got, you know? And that's, and that's what happened. And that, but that just fed everything, you know, to the point where this, this coronavirus thing was so much worse than it needed to be, right? Oh, and, and this is, I was thinking about this earlier. And this goes back to you, the thing that annoys me when you say it, which is the whole, like, <laughs> well, it's the, you know, which is the, what is it? The lesser two evils <clears throat> comment, right? Yeah. Like, oh, well, you vote for less two evils. I'm like, okay, let's talk about the evils. So what happens if Democrats get in, which they are, and don't get me wrong, they are in danger of getting infected by the progressive side of their party too. But what happens if those crazy left-wing conspiracy theorist progressives on their side take over, right? What's the worst case scenario? Worst case scenario, 
we all have healthcare, environment's cleaner, and we probably don't make as much money as we could have, but we'll probably still make a lot of money. We just won't make as much as we could have. You won't have billionaires anymore. Maybe, maybe they you know, the, the number one problem. What's the, the worst number, case? The one, the number one problem that Democrats have got to let go of is the gun control issue. Um, they just think, you know, you have some of those who are saying, oh, we're going to come and take your guns away. Well, they can't do that. And, you know, let's, I think let's pretend, I think, pretend for a second. Again, let's go worst case. I, I, I don't think there's there's zero chance it'll ever happen. Zero. Right. But, but let's pretend for a second. It totally did. The stars aligned and it actually happened. Worst case scenario now is we all have health care. Environment's cleaner. No one's got any guns. And probably school shootings are gone. Because no one's got any guns, and well, not making I, as much money. What's the worst? I case don't scenario? know about that. I mean, look at the okay, countries that do have. Let's, there let's are not, countries. Yeah, look at Australia though. Like, if you if you really want to do that, go to Australia. They've got lots of positive proof of getting rid of guns. But I, that's not the debate here. The debate is what's the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is all of that, and no matter what you add on from the Democrats, you kind of get something similar where it's like, well, it's really not that bad. And then you look at the Republicans' worst case scenario. What's worst case scenario there? Don't wear a mask, spread disease, people die, no one's got health care, right? You're on your own. You got to figure it out. We're not going to help but you. Again, you also worst have to scenario. look at the fact that this is not all Republicans. I'm not saying all. I never said all Democrats. I said worst case right. scenario. We're handling your lesser of two evils argument here. Well, so lesser of two evils, Democrats, really not all that evil. Like not really all that evil compared to what Republican damage. Can they're do. more controlling. That's what the big problem is. And Republicans are in also some ways. more controlling. Like it's all about control. But the point is lesser of two evils. If the Democrats are wrong, right? Like they, they take over and they enact all their stuff and they're wrong. You're left with all of that stuff, which is really not all that bad. It's the worst case to me is that you just can't make as much money as you normally would have been able to because some of, you know, you just, the limits are, aren't there or the taxes are. Well, and the bottom line is it still goes back to the lesser of two evils because it depends on how people want to look at it as to what is their evil. Right. 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 But that's so, the thing is, is the person who's more independent focused, which again, we're very much independent as a, as a country, um, as, as individuals, we're, we're individualistic, right. As a society. Uh-huh. So huh? the individualistic person is kind of like, screw you. I don't care. You figure it out. I'm going to get mine. And the more you are like that, chances are you're more Republican. I mean, this is sort of that, what that party is. The problem is we're starting to realize with things like coronavirus that you can't do that because having somebody who is an essential worker getting coronavirus and spreading it out can boomerang back to you now. So you realize uh-huh. like you got to take care of the society a little bit, which is why yeah. the whole Democrat thing is coming up now. People are realizing, oh, we got to take care of others. Oh, like, I get it. You can't just be the tree that sucks up all the nutrients out of the ground without somebody putting more nutrients back in the ground for you, or else you're going to die because you're going to suck up all the nutrients. You can't do that. This is why monopolies don't, you know, are, are bad, you know, because businesses will do that. They'll, they'll grow too much. This is how cancer gets started in the body. It grows too much, right? And then it gets out of control and you, and you got to cut it out. It's the same thing. Like, we just got to make sure we're taking care of others. And I don't think that's a, that's a horrible thing, you know. No, I don't, I don't either, but I don't feel like, um, the Republican Party is totally not about taking care of others. I do feel that they have to get with the stick because they're falling way behind. How, how do, so out of curiosity, how do they take care of others right now? The Republican Party as it now is. Not, not as you want it to be. Deal with what it well, is. 
Certainly with what the president has done, absolutely, with what the president, he's the one in control, and that's the problem. Um, Because he is not, he is not, well, number one, he's not being a leader at all. Um, If everybody were to follow his example, we'd have coronavirus going like crazy and people dying left and right. Um, But I do feel that there are a lot of people in the Republican Party that do care. You know, and I, I have to tell you, one of the things I'm, I'm concerned about a lot is um, these the uh, stimulus packages that they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. There seems to be an awful lot of spending, but where is this money coming from? And that's a big question that the Republicans have. Where's this money coming from? We're already in how many trillions of dollars of debt? Yep, but they don't. How, how is that money? Where are they getting it from? They're borrowing it. Right. And all that's going to do is make things worse. Yeah. You know, but, so but at the same I can time, see it's like the bill is due and you got to pay it. And we got to, we, we don't have a choice. So like, you really, we don't borrow from Peter to pay Paul. All that's going to do, we all know in, in economics that doesn't work. Yeah. Unless you arbitrage the money, which is just a fancy way of saying you borrowed it one or, you know, zero or, or half a percent or whatever they're borrowing it for, which is practically nothing because we have a really strong credit rating as a country currently. Mm-hmm. So we're borrowing it for that. We take the money and say it's, you know, a hundred bucks and we invest okay. it in the economy and that hundred bucks turns into 150 now because the economy. All right. So perfect. where, where is this so money that, being borrowed from? Other countries, other countries uh, sell it to us. They let us borrow it. Basically they buy our bonds. Countries buy other countries' bonds. That's why you hear things like China holds a lot of dollars because they're buying our bonds. Like we owe money to China. We owe money to lots of people. So how can we be the richest country if we have to borrow from China? It's like saying how somebody can be rich but still have debt. Of course, you can be rich and have debt. There's lots of rich people that have debt because they know how to work it. As a country so far, we've done pretty well by that. I'm not, I'm not saying don't – like it's not flashing yellow for sure. Like you can't just keep doing this over and over again for sure. But – you don't have a choice now. Now's not the time to say we're not going to spend any money because you're going to just the economy's going to get devastated. No, we do need to. to I, I'm not saying I don't agree to some degree with some of it. I guess I'm just concerned with how it's going to be paid for. Higher taxes in the long eventually. Run. Like there's no doubt about it. Higher yeah. taxes are coming. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah, my grandkids and their grandkids, they're still going to be paying for this forever. It's going to be a vicious cycle. That's what concerns yeah. me. Yeah. Unless the, unless somewhere along the line, some of this spending goes down. Now, that brings me to, uh, you know, here we are borrowing this money, and whether it be from China or wherever, and look at what's going on with China. Do tell. That brings me a concern with the tit-for-tat stuff that we're having going on. we got China that's being... Um, in Houston, they closed the consulate and then China said, well, okay, this is your retaliation. We're going to close your consulate. I mean, holy cow, this kind of stuff that's going on, it, it brings me concern. Yeah, but I think, you know, like, Hey, I, I don't know, you know, we could, I can do anything about that, right? We, we can't do anything about that. I, do, I think China has definitely deserved some of it. 
the one thing I don't think we've done right is that we've handled China on our own instead of working with the rest of the world, which the rest of the world also thinks mm-hmm. China has crapped the bed on this one too. But yeah. We won't get along with other people right now because we're so freaking independent that it doesn't matter. We think we're amazing. When in reality, we also need the rest of the world, just like we all need each other in society. We also need the rest Absolutely. of the world. Absolutely. And if we yeah. had done that, it would have been a lot easier to reign in China. So China right now is doing tit for tat stuff for this, for this embassy. You know, they're closing their embassy. We closed their embassy in Houston. They're closing ours. And, you know, some tiny little insignificant part of China just as a little like, hey, we did it too. But in reality, like we can't decouple our two economies. They're too intertwined. Everything we buy is. Well, I, I do think, you know, this is one thing I do like about Biden. Um, and I hope they do it is uh, they're talking about, you know, trying to realizing that, oh, gee, we can't depend on China anymore, along with the rest of the world, who's also coming up with that. Yep. You know, it has to be that we have to have our own medicines. We have to have our own yeah. this. We have to yeah. have our own that. And we yeah. should. Yeah. We should. I, I don't know why it all went over there in the first place. Because of the market, because of us, because we wanted the cheapest things at Walmart. So well, China provided the cheapest stuff. Right. And, th- and that's where it came from. Like they just outbid the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. We gave them everything. And then the bad part about business was because we were so concerned about that because we couldn't market ourselves better. I think this is where marketers in a business get lazy is instead of providing value and talking about why your product's worth paying for and helping the market understand that, which there are some brands that do that. Right. That's what, that's why Gucci is a brand that costs a ton of money. You know, you yeah. don't see a discount at Walmart because it, it just, that's not, they did a better job of branding their products. Other people didn't. They just got, you know, stuff from China and people wanted it lower, lower, lower. And Walmart's trying to get it lower, lower, lower. So businesses go lower, lower, lower. And then China's like, oh, well, if you really want to lower, we can do this, but we want your intellectual property, right? We want you to give us your technology. We have to have this secret sauce that you did. And then they started ripping everything off over there, which has been going on forever with the counterfeit goods in China. They built their own little economy. They stole a bunch of stuff, right? Like Mm -hmm. all all of that's just fact. So China is not the greatest you know the, the only thing i can say is they haven't innovated as far as i can tell like they don't see you have an innovation culture um, mm-hmm. which is the drawback to their system like their system works really really well as long as the person in charge is right but mm-hmm. if that one person in charge makes a bad decision the entire country the entire system crumbles because of how structured they are whereas in ours we don't grow as fast we can't move as quickly because so many freaking people are involved and even though one person can do damage the president can't do you know, he can definitely do damage, but he can't do permanent damage. Like, you know, destroy a country overnight with like somebody like a, a dictatorship probably could. So, you know, good and bad. But I think, I think the whole thing with, you know, us and China well-deserved just whatever. Like, I, I think that's just all fluster. I think, I think the China stuff is going to be fluster. I think um, anything to distract from coronavirus. That's why it's all called the China virus now. If you won't say we're coronavirus, it's all the China virus because he's trying to go anti-China. Anti-China. Yeah, right, right, uh, right. He's trying to get the conspiracy theorists to just focus on China, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's not talk about what's going on here. Let's talk about them over there, which is totally working because we're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. So I personally just want to like, you know, let them do whatever they're going to do. I don't think that's a real thing right now. Certainly nothing that it's going to, you know, for the, we're down to the last hundred days or so of this election. So let's just keep it, keep our focus down the home stretch. Cause if you get too, if you get too pushed around on these different topics, I think, I think he diffuses it enough where people start going, well, yeah, you know, China and Trump is the anti-China. He's been, okay. You know what? We'll go with him. Well, we'll, we'll, you know, four more years. What's going to happen? And again, I would go lesser of two evils. A lot more bad can happen putting these guys back in charge. So wow. I think they all need to go. The, the Republican Party needs a solid cleaning. They just need to. So wait. do a lot of people in the Republican. I have to tell you. They do. 
Yeah. I totally agree. A lot of people in the Republican Party need a solid awakening of like, whoa, okay. You know, they need a four-year to deal with their hangover of a party they've had. And then, you know, or a timeout, if you want to look at it like that and be like, okay, think about what you've done. And then, you know, reestablish their party. Get a bigger tent, as Reagan put it years ago. You know, mm-hmm. they want to have a big tent now because they've gotten real, 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 really, really weird with who they've allowed in and who they want in. Um, but at least they're making decisions like, okay, we're going to wear masks, or at least the leadership is saying masks. Yeah. Even though he went reluctantly into that, but absolutely, sure, he went reluctantly. It, you I'm could tell. Saying it. Oh yeah, glad he's saying it. Uh, of course, the White House is saying no, he's never changed that. He's always said that. Yeah, that, that's not oh, true. Definitely hasn't. So, but, <clears throat> but the, the the only people that are hearing that hopefully are the the, the conspiracy side of his party i hope that now they will start wearing masks and you'll stop having the quote-unquote karens they call them you know in the stores not wearing masks and you know one got kicked off a plane american airlines everybody cheered recently yeah that was great so it's like okay like like these hopefully because now he's finally even him is is saying wear a mask people start wearing masks and take care of another person which is all it's for it's just a sign of respect Mm -hmm. so it's like wearing you know shoes in a store like you probably could not wear shoes in a store but why would you right it's just a sign of respect have, have shoes so um the uh the other aspect that he's sort of i think using as a diffusion topic is the whole let's send troops into other cities yes so what are your what are your thoughts on that you know uh i i'm i'm kind of torn on some of that you know, uh, I do think we need to get control of this, the violent protesters. I am not against the protesting that is peaceful. I do think it's gotten carried away. Um, and I, I do think that with the fact that it's gotten carried away is simply because of what's going on with the coronavirus as well. Yep. Um, you know, if people were doing what they normally do look at how many people are out of work yep uh they have nothing else to do so of course this is a, something for them to do right is the and way i look at it's it it's a good thing to to you know support and it's also they can do it um right so yeah I, I totally totally get that and you're right like i i don't think there's anything wrong with the, the peaceful protesters i don't like people destroying property that's not right that's, that's, that seems to be anti that and i think that Agreed. for the most part that as a rule doesn't happen though of course that's what's going to end up on the news so it's going to feel like it's every time but it's not mm-hmm. as a percentage it's very few people that are doing that and i think but there is a lot of destruction out there going there on has been destruction but again quite a bit yeah but see you're you're when you're saying that you you sort of fuel the conspiracy i think of, what oh, i'm doing is i'm looking at what's going on in um portland mm-hmm. You know, you've got a whole but you're seeing, block. You're seeing the yes, right? But again, right now, I think the federal agents injecting into there—that's when you start seeing this be a big deal. This wasn't a big deal. This wasn't escalating until they started clamping down. Well, and no, yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's they, true. And I agree with the fact that they're not trained in this. They're not trained. Well, they're there. Yeah, they're definitely trained for more. Uh, more, combative. more more combative, more violent, you know, right. opposition. And so, you know, when when all you know is a hammer, then everything looks like a nail. So, of course, they're doing tear gas against moms, and mm-hmm. you know, like all of that stuff. Of course, right? But that's what's I think causing the people who otherwise would not have spray painted a building, threw a bottle, 
you know, whatever they're doing, right? All they actually mm-hmm. are doing. There are people who would not have done that had it not been for this. They're escalating it. And this is, the, this yeah. is why the local leaders, which is my big thing, like if the Republicans are all about states' rights, which they are, right? We're, we, you know, you don't mm-hmm. send government troops when, you're, when the local people are saying, no, we don't want that. Right. Agreed. You know? I, I agree I, with you. I don't understand that part. Portland doesn't mm-hmm. want them, never wanted them, didn't get asked. They just showed up, and that's what caused the problem. Because right. now it looks like an occupation, right? right? And now that's what's going to upset people. And now people are protesting for different reasons. Now, mm-hmm. now the protest starts losing and it, can, it just escalates and it becomes this big distraction and he gets to be the quote unquote law and order president to look at all the, you know, craziness, but it was craziness he did because he went in there and stirred the pot. Yeah. And now he's like, let's do it other places, which is kind of, you know, which I, I just, don't well, uh, you know, now look at, look at uh, what's going on in uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got people killing each other left and right. I mean, Chicago's always been kind of a hot spot for that, which is sad yeah. to say. And it is, it is in certain parts of Chicago. It's, yeah. You know, that's, that's the thing. It's like there's, a certain, there's certain aspects of Chicago. That but you're having an awful lot of people being killed. I don't disagree. Needless. But again, if Chicago asked for the federal government to help Yes, them, I agree. Totally different. I have to say I do like agree no with that. No one would care at that point. It'd be like, hey, Chicago mayor needs help. You know, President Trump sent us, you know, Trump's, uh, Trump troops, and they come in and they do it. And, but that would, and that would be fine. Honestly, nobody would care because everyone mm-hmm. would be on board. Mm-hmm. But he seems to only do it for these Democratic cities, right? And that's because I think Democratic cities, A, just if you're, if, if you, if, well, I think most cities, number one, are, are Democrat, um, just in general, for, as far as who lives there. But the Democrats are also probably more willing as a governing body to let people protest and do whatever they're going to do as long as they're not harming things. Mm-hmm. They'll address it if it needs to be, you know, if it needs to be like, I think a lot of cities have handled it like that. And you've got a few that, you know, like I, I don't agree with the shit Seattle thing. I don't think they should have ever let those people take over blocks of a city. That seems insane. No, um, no, so they shouldn't that have. Was, that was wrong. And eventually they took it down. Um, right. Good. They totally should never let that happen, but whatever. Um, but other cities, I think that's, you know, that's and maybe in the conspiracy mind is like, Oh, well, you know, they're going to be the next, chop zone if we don't do something we have to come in there and do it and they're, but they're going under this weird guise of like protecting buildings and that's the thing that's why they don't have to ask permission because they're protecting their stuff in that city mm-hmm. but again it just ask it's like lighting the match so why are we doing that for distraction mm-hmm. you know because he gets to brand himself as law and order president and say oh look how scary it is biden's gonna ruin you know he's already done stuff like biden's gonna ruin the suburbs you know like oh, all, all this craziness no, I, I really think that, you know, honestly and truly, Biden gets in, I think things are going to calm down a lot. I think they're going to calm down substantially. I think Biden yeah. Democrats come in, I think taxes are going to go up. I think markets are going to go down a little bit uh, because they, you know, they're just overheated anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and plus the reality of, of coronavirus is going to be at that point, yeah. it's just. I, yeah, like he's got a lot. He's, yeah, he's going to have a lot to have to handle. Yes. 100%. And he is going to have to depend very, very strongly on his, um, I, not thinking of the right word, not helpers, the people he chooses, his his advisors. Yeah, the staff and the, yep. Right. Yep. He is exactly. definitely going to have to, whereas, you know, unfortunately, I think for Trump, his biggest mistake is that he just thinks that he doesn't need his advisors. Right. He just thinks it's up to him. Yeah. Right. And it's not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
And you can tell when it's not up to him because it's written down on a telephone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, he just doesn't. Yeah, some, something happened on, but, to create that. There's yeah. no doubt. I mean, you can oh, yeah. see it. Yeah. Something happened. But yeah. for some reason, there must have been some sort of, uh, you know, I want to be in the spotlight. And okay, think, you can be in the spotlight, but you have to read this. Somebody did there had to, to be Jesus where they said, hey, you know, here's what's going to happen. We're losing happen. big time. We're, we're losing everything. You are trashing everything, and you're going to go down as this guy, and this is how people are going to think of you for the rest of eternity. Is that what he's going to go down as the worst president ever? It's it's that's basically what somebody else that he sort of appreciated the opinion of. That's probably what they said, and he went, "Oh, the narcissist," and I just couldn't handle that, and Mm -hmm. so they're doing this about face. But of course, he can't say the words, so they got to have somebody write them because when he says the words, all he wants to talk about is his cognitive test that he passed. Which, um, have you ever seen one of those? Uh, no, I have not Just seen one of Google those. It. Just Google Trump cognitive test or, or president cognitive test or whatever. And just like, it is exactly as simple as everybody's making it out. Like, as, oh it, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I did see that, uh, just a little bit of a, um, on an article that I was reading. Yeah, it is, and they it showed is, just bits and pieces, and I have seen that particular it's not an IQ test. test. It doesn't prove the guy's no. smart. It just proves that he doesn't have Alzheimer's. Like that's what those are for, right? Right. So, so it doesn't give. It's not lesson. deep enough. Right. And so, it's not but, deep but enough. He, he even on this is the weird part. Like he on you know what is it Monday? The the only like if he had not said the thing about Ghislaine Maxwell, that would have been a really unusually calm press conference. Um, mm-hmm. but then of course he said that cause he, you know, which was, you know, just, okay, this is okay. There's Trump. Like, that's how you went like, Oh, okay. There he is. Um, and then, but then on like Tuesday night, he was doing this interview with Fox. All he was talking about was his cognitive test. So, which is just <laughs> like, I just like, he wanted to great detail about how he could remember five words. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, this is the real Trump. Right. Speaking of, did you watch at all the Fox interview he did on, uh, Sunday is about a week ago. No, I did not. Oh, you should totally have watched that. That was amazing. I'll have to look that one up on that was on YouTube. So amongst other things, besides, again, he went through the whole cognitive route. And what I liked about this, here's what was interesting. Fox was punching this dude in the face left and right. Like the Chris Wallace, to his credit, was not just rolling over and letting Trump say whatever he wanted to say. Because Fox is a friendly, quote unquote, network to this guy, right? So mm-hmm. Yes. Questions. Wallace punched back every time. It was amazing to see them be like, oh, my God, finally. Like, where the president was talking about the cognitive test, and he's like, I took the – it's not hard. Like, I don't know why you can – it's just like you can point out an elephant. It's not hard. He's like, no, no, it's totally hard. It's, it's not hard. Like, Especially the last five questions. I read an article right. about yeah. that Oh, part. it gets much harder. It gets much harder. He's like, yeah. like you could – but Wallace pushed back. Then right. uh, Wallace – now, this is the scary part. Of course, of course, Trump answered like this. Um, what – are you going to accept the results of the election? What do you think Trump's answer was? We'll of see. course not, because he's going we'll to think see. it's fixed. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll have to see. Same thing you said when they asked him that with the Hillary Clinton debate. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. So that's just setting us up for, because remember the election because of mail-in voting, which is he's already said also in that interview. He said mail-in yeah, voting. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fixed. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fraudulent. Yeah. I don't yep. even know. You have to see with these mail-in votes if it's going to be fraud. So now you got he's again riling up the conspiracy people. Because they just don't think about it, don't research it, don't look at the facts, and they just believe mm-hmm. this, right? And then so, and they're blind to the to the truth of it. And so that's going to be you've got mail-in voting, which is going to delay the election results, no matter what. That's going to happen. 
no matter what. The only, the only way, the only way that I can see this is if the in-person voting is so high that yeah. even if all the mail-in elections came in for Trump, it still wouldn't flip the election. That's the right. only way that that's not going to mm-hmm. happen, which is unlikely. So it's going to be a month-ish, weeks, until we know who the president is. Yeah. And in that time, that's November. Like, oh, November is going to be just ridiculous. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be crazy town. Because you're going to, you're, I mean, these are going to, you're going to hear the people about we're going to get our militia and we're going to, you know, keep the country. Oh, yeah. gonna let, and you're going to have all of that. Trump's 100% going to fuel that because that's what he does. Because his plan is to go to Trump TV as soon as he leaves office. But my guess is he's, at this point, he looks like he's on his way out. So he's going to start mm-hmm. his own TV network after that. So he can go on and that's, he's just feeding that. He wants his base to move over to him so he can sell them ads. Like that's all he thinks about this. This is just business for him. He doesn't realize that there are like people that are taking action out there that are hurting other people because he doesn't care about that. He just wants to, you know, create his little business, have his little brand, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just, that's what I mean by like lesser of two evils. I'm like, mm, like his evil's pretty bad. Well, like I say, this is what people feel. You know, and it is surprising because I am surprised at how many people I am still hearing say, oh, no, got to vote for Trump. Yeah. You know, they're just it's not even a a matter of trying to have any kind of conversation with them to change their minds. Yeah. Or to let them. They have to they have to be open to facts. And like I said, the conspiracy side, you you know, you're not going to get the conspiracists. On either side, right? On either yeah. side. So, but I think there are there are the people who, you know, lean Republican that don't feel like they have a home right now because they just don't. They have to be independent because right. they have no other choice. They don't want to call themselves Democrat, which I totally get. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to be independent, even though they've pretty much voted Republican. Even if they're well, you know, Republican, they can't vote Republican. It's kind of funny. I was reading an article this morning, and it was about a person who um, was a wealthy um, Republican very strong, back to the president. But now he is doing um, ads, um, joining with the Lincoln Project. Yep. And uh, ads against the president. Um, <clears throat> and and the Lincoln he said- Project, Just for those that, that just may have heard about that, Lincoln Project is a group of Republicans who understand how bad Trump is and are trying to get rid of Trumpism out of the Republican party. They're trying to clean up their party. So kudos to them. I think that's a freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I found it interesting because one thing he did say uh, was, you know, I'm probably still going to vote Republican. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, my goodness, here you are trying to do this and yet you won't vote for Biden. Yep. That doesn't make sense to me. Because it becomes a religious thing. It's, a, it's like exactly it's what a, it is. It's a religion. It becomes, it becomes it is. like you support your team no matter what. Yeah. You know, in the good and I bad. Mean, but the problem is you cannot keep supporting. This is how, you know, this is how you get crazy leaders in countries because people keep voting for their team and they don't think like, oh, what's really good for the future? Oh, okay. This person sort of, you know, you don't think about person to person. You think about team versus team. Mm-hmm. So, but such is the society that we live in until we get a third, third uh, party. Yeah. So speaking a little bit about Biden. Have you heard any more or any inklings of vice president? I have not um, other than, you know, he's narrowing it down to four people ish, you know, but it's all, it's all seems to be speculation at this point. 
Do you know I'm still hearing the theory that Hillary Clinton is going to be one of them? Of course, yeah. Which I think is hilarious because if they just really did research, they'll find out that's not even close. Just Googled it. Right, exactly. But they can't Google it because Google's, you know, in the left-wing media's pocket. So Google's not going to show them the answers anyway. It's, I mean, the th- that's the, it's about conspiracies. Like you can't disprove them no matter what, because everything's part of the conspiracy. So it doesn't matter. Hillary's Hillary controlling Google. So she, that, those results won't show, but if you look in the right spot, you can totally see it. Oh but, yeah. But yeah, so that's actually not a thing. Um, but what about you? Have you seen anything else on that? My, no, my, you know, I this haven't. This is supposed to be about I mean, August, first week of August. So by the time you're yeah. next, I think it'll be chosen, which Yes, which I cannot wait to hear. I really can. I'm on pins and needles. I'm really eager to hear. You know, but at this point, and it used to be the answer was yes. But at this point, does it matter who's vice president for you? For for Biden, at this point, no. In a lot of ways, no. But I think all it will do for me is give me credence to say yes. It'll make it easier. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you know, because I, I really am not. When I look at Pence, I'm like, oh, my gosh, such a puppet. Oh, my gosh, such a puppet. Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't show me leadership leadership skills. That something happened to Trump. Yep. So. And, and we all know that Biden will be, you know, either if he makes it through the four years, it'll be his only term. And then we'll be starting over with two new ones, which I yeah. hope we pick somebody good. Yeah. You know, I would like to see a real debate between the Republican and the Democrat parties. Yep. You know, that'll make be, it a good, strong thing. You know what I mean? That'll be in four years at, at best. <laughs> mm-hmm. At best. And hopefully it will, because at that point, I, I, you know, at this point, my guess totally could be wrong based on whatever happens in the next you know, couple months here. But my guess is that Republicans get just a massive loss handed to them. Somebody, mm-hmm. the, the, the Republican leaders that have let this happen are gone somehow over the next four years, they go away and mm-hmm. then new leadership comes in and goes, okay, what do we do? Like, let's be the Republican party that does take care of people. And, you know, is, is the party of, of business, right. But within reason, not, not get a dollar at all costs, which is what it's become. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't last long. Like you, you, ha- you eventually run out of, Dollar, you know, you eventually you hurt things so much and you can't get any more dollars and it hurts everybody. So things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I hope for that. And you know, something how bad things are the Republican Party is even you look at reliably red states like Texas are even starting to go a little purplish right now. Yeah. Like you see things like that happening. Like as a Republican leader, I don't know, like I just don't know how you can look yourself in the mirror and be like, I, I allowed this to happen. You know, like all the stuff that you've done just seems like you drove it, drove the entire party here to where you're even in, you know, and again, I don't know that Texas will actually go Republican, but man, the fact that even it's possible. It didn't even used to oh be yeah. Thing. Now that now would be a big thing. There's a path. There's a path for Biden in Texas. Like all of a sudden you started seeing a bunch of Texas ads that were being focused on Texas. You start seeing everybody talking about, Whoa, Texas. Right. So right. I think there's a, there's a path. I think it's unlikely, but just the fact that there's a path should tell the Republican party, like, whew, like we might want to get with it here. Like keep yeah. doing the same thing. It's not great. And, and I right. will say to the credit of the Senate Republicans, again, not a fan of them because I think they've caused this problem too, but they started doing the masks thing way before Trump did. And mm-hmm. they, so he, like he got pulled in, which was good. He was the last guy standing. 
Everybody else is already doing it. He was also the last guy standing when it came to the, the national convention, which they finally canceled. I know. I couldn't believe that. For I was brief, like brief moments, moments of sanity. It's like, <clears> right. Hey. But after, <laughs> after how many people told him they weren't going. Right. That's what it's like. Well, there's only going to be like 2000 people there anyway. It's going to look horrible. So what are mm-hmm. the optics on it? Right. No one's going to go. Only the crazy is going to be there. Like, and you're not going to have a lot of them. You know, right. you're going to do it outdoors. It's going to look small. So right. do you want the optics? I mean, that's what it was. It came down to that. If the optics were going to be good and if there's a lot of people really wanting to go, he would have done it. Mm-hmm. But he just realized it was a losing battle, even though mm-hmm. he painted it like his team came to him with his amazing <laughs> plan. And he was like, you know, I really want to take care of the American people. So I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Sure. Right. Doesn't care at all about that. So it's like, you know, I get the whole narrative. You got to, you got to tell yourself, but you know, that, I thought that was kind of interesting where it was like, all right, like that's good. So I applaud the direction. Agreed. You know, so I'm happy for that, but it wouldn't get, it doesn't at all get my vote back at all. Oh no. Oh all no. All it does is it helps people that were maybe thinking about it to dig in now. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll, okay. never mind. He's back to normal. It gets those people back, but it won't get the people who've already left because it's like, look at the bad decisions you made for, it took you six months. I don't want a slow learner. I don't care what your kind right. of says. I don't want somebody who takes six months worth of data. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we got Fauci getting death threats <clears throat> and has to have security for his family because the nation's so, a certain sect of the nation is so riled up against this poor guy because yeah. of the president, right? Because he just does it. Like he just riles mm-hmm. it up, him and Rand Paul. But it was like, oh, I just, you know, that's the sort of stuff where I'm like, okay, like this is where we find ourselves. And you think, mm-hmm. let's serve two evils. What would the right. Democrats' evil be? Again, like when you look at it, really, evil versus evil. I'm like, eh, one of them is really hard to call evil. And the other one is sending death threats to people. So I'm like, okay, like Democrats typically aren't known for sending death threats to people. Republicans totally will. Like, they're, just, mm-hmm. they're all about it. So I'm like, okay. It just, you know, again, evil versus evil. I'm like, uh, you know, let's serve two evil things. Just, it bugs me because of that. Cause I'm like, you just, it, then it equates and says, oh, well, both parties are bad. Nah. Yeah. But really, when you look at it, the scales really tipped more in one particular direction. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, I don't know that there's uh, much else. There's something else you wanted to chat about. No. Um, you know, we're still dealing with the coronavirus issue and don't know how much better that's going to be. Uh, sounds like everything's still booming heavily. Mm-hmm. Frighteningly. Well, and now, now you're going to see death rates go up because that was, you know, this is just yes. three weeks after the one spike is when the other spike happens. So you're going to see death, rate, the death rates going up now. That's also the thing you can't ignore. Um, something exactly. the president also said again just days ago, talking about how he doesn't want to do testing. Lower testing. Well, now they're talking about group cases. testing. Well, they yes, which is good because that's just the efficiency of it. Like right. that's good to do that to do that batch testing. Just right. exactly to yes. try and get this uh, a little quicker, done faster. That's exactly right. So that's exactly good. because the majority of people do not testing. get it. He doesn't want testing. He wants well, less no, testing because he sees less numbers. But that's not right. true because your death rate is exact- still. You don't need to test right. for death rate. It's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. So, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sort of stuff where I'm like, okay, you got this scripted president for that shows up for a half hour on a news conference. Notice they keep him to 30 minutes because I think that's all they can get out of him. And they'll just go <laughs> off script. After 30 minutes, guy gets bored. Um, so they'll keep him to 30 minutes. But then after that, it's just reg- it's just back to Trump town, you know? Yeah. So, but um, 
And it, out well, of curiosity, did you follow the whole uh, AOC? Okay, uh, I, I followed some of it where, uh, you know, and I didn't even came up to her. And, yeah. And uh, really? accosted her. Essentially. That yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Like he came, came up and started yelling at her. I'm like, uh, I guess politicians have always been a little crazy because you've seen these stories in the 1800s too, right? Politicians oh, sure. Crazy stuff all the time. But I'm like, like, so part of me is like, is this our society? But I'm like, this is always, this is just society. This has always happened with politicians. But it's like, how do you not think that's not going to come back on you? In any really? Form, <laughs> right? Like, what's, what's Agreed. A, what upsets this dude so much that he has to go and scream at some poor lady, his colleague, right? Like his colleague, uh, this is a colleague. He's screaming at her, right? Even if it was a dude that he was screaming at. Like what, like what, what makes you think like, this is, this is acceptable at all. And then the fact that, that obviously, you know, she's a woman is going to be looked at even worse because the optics of it. So it's like, why would you do that? And then he has this weird non-apology apology, which Republicans always go to, which I just don't <laughs> get. They throw in God and family whenever they possibly can. And I'm like, it makes me like, I throw up just a mm. little bit in the back of my throat. I'm like, I cannot apologize. For loving my God. And I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> what? I, no one asked you to apologize for loving your God, dude. Like, this is it. Okay. <laughs> so now I, I think, again, she she is a potential virus. So I also look at her and like, I don't, you know. Uh, she, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's a little potential virus. She's a little woke for my taste, right? Everyone's always pissed off about everything. And she's one of those people. Um, but she's not wrong there. And the fact that she took the stand to say, listen, people have been treating women like crap here for a long time. And I'm just going to, you know, make it a thing. I'm like, oh, okay. Like there's a little bit of victim, a little bit. And there's also a little bit of like, uh, probably a little bit more than a little bit of like, yeah, I get it. Like probably should just start treating each other with respect. Like, let's just try that. Well, that's the bottom line. If everybody just treats each other with respect, we won't mm -hmm. have these issues. That's it's what I mean. she, she has It's all foolishness. Right. She has a point. Like, again, I, I don't think some of her other stuff is like a little bit too much. Like, okay, that's, that doesn't I agree. number one. She's a little, right. Right. But, but on this point, I was like, okay, like I get it, you know, and I, I'm not, I'm not for people playing the victim. I just don't like that. That's, that's the libertarian Republican party. me where, you know, we're, we're more like take personal responsibility for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, and, 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 and I, like in her talking about that, it was like, you know, she's got a point. This dude had no right. She shouldn't have accepted that apology because that was a horrible, quote unquote, apology. Like, it was just ridiculous. And the fact that she went and, and talked about how she was a daughter and she was somebody's wife because he brought that up. Right. I have daughters. I have a wife and I would never blah, blah, blah. So I thought that was that was cool. And the fact that I, I will say the fact that she uh, said that she was up there doing this to show her parents like where her mom essentially is the one I think was around still but to show her mom like the daughter that they raised you know stand up for herself mm -hmm. and I was like ah, that's actually that's that part is pretty badass I'm like okay like, I get it like that's that part's cool where I'm like now if they had if if what I do like about her is the fight because Republicans yes. are all piss and vinegar like that's all mm -hmm. Republicans are and Democrats have always been jellyfish and so mm -hmm. to have a little piss and vinegar and now she's got some fight in her it's like that's cool I hope that part does come more into the Republican Party. Yeah, I think that's the will, biggest thing. We will be a better system like, for that. Yeah, that's the thing that people really do like about her um, is her feistiness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But again, with the, you know, it, it has to be channeled a little bit. But then part of that, honestly, because she's super new and idealistic, 
right? That's oh yeah, fine. she is definitely idealistic. Right? I mean, this is how you are when you're when you're young, and you know, absolutely. But, and, and I think that you know, so she as that gets tempered though, that could be a huge force for good, you know. Mm-hmm. So even though right now I think it's a little little early for her, you know, yeah. but but I could see this being like first. I mean, I'm not the only one obviously saying that, but I could see definitely this is she's a she's a political star. Um, and if she tempers herself a little bit as time goes on, she can be this, you know, out here on the fringes when she's young and young, just in terms of the job that she's doing. She's only a couple of years, a few years into this now, but you know, as she, as she gets experience and then starts making, especially if the Republicans come back to normal, because then I think she'll cross lines, uh, not cross lines. She'll, she'll work across the aisle. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I see mm-hmm. that happening because right now you just can't work across the aisle right now. It's, right. it's crazy. But if they, if Republicans come back to some sort of centrist and then the Democrats have more centrist, I think she'll, she'll be, cause she's very well-spoken and she can, she can, she can command, she has an energy, right. That commands that mm-hmm. audience. And I think that will be, that'll be something that'll be interesting to watch over the mm-hmm. years. So, but that's probably eight years out would be my guess. Eight to 12. Mm-hmm. So, and that's assuming that she doesn't enact term limits, which would be awesome if she did to say, Hey, I'm doing this eight years and that's it. And never, you know, she gets term limits passed. Let's, let's focus on that. That'd be great. That would be great. That would solve a lot of problems. I think it <laughs> definitely people, will solve a lot of problems. Keeping people from being just Senator for life. It's ridiculous. All right. Um, okay, cool. Well, anything else you would like to chat about? No, not really. Well, then we can call not this really. one to a close. You want to go ahead and tell everybody who we are, where they can find us? We are Politics with Mom, and you can find us at politicswithmom at gmail.com, Politics with Mom on YouTube, and Twitter at Politics with Mom. Excellent. Please join us. Yes. And leave your comments. Leave the comments, especially on YouTube. That's going to be the easiest place, I think. Yeah. We really, really would like your comments. We'd like your feedback. Be a big help. Yes, especially especially if you don't agree with this. Even if you can, you're a self, you know, if you think you are one of these conspiracy, yeah, give people, us your like, opinion. Great. It's okay. Yes, and I again, I I'm not anti-conspiracy person. I love the conspiracy people. They just a small part of them has to be involved in a party, not a huge amount, or the party goes weird, and that's what's happened to many right now. But if you have, you need you need conspiracy because they sometimes are right, and that's what I like about them. Is like nine nine times out of a hundred, they are totally wrong, but one time you're like, wow, you were totally spot on that one. Like that's, that's kind of cool. And it can help evolve things. So there's, there's a place for everybody. Yep. All right. That there is. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and bring this one to a close as is our tradition. I still love you, mom. I love you too, son. We will talk again soon. See you on the next episode.